okay, Pumpkin? That kid may have seemed pretty obnoxious, but I think he has a crush on you. Are you totally crazed? That kid's nothing but a little fungus. You've got to stop reading so many romance novels. Look who's talking. You think the paper boy likes you just because he rides by your front door every morning. Oh, come off it, Mina. Admit it, you're jealous. You're hallucinating. Why would I be jealous of you? I'm perfectly happy with myself just the way I am. Sure, Miss Lonely Heart. There's more to life than collecting boyfriends. Yeah? Please, please stop it. Huh? I know a guy who needs a girlfriend. Serena drove Darian wacko, so he broke up with her. And how do you know that? Have you been listening to my phone calls? Huh? Sammy was, and I happened to be in his room. Little Anyway, we haven't broken up. We had a fight. That's not the way I heard it. No. Think Darian's your type? Oh, give me a break, Nina. I don't go after my friend's boyfriends. What about when you chased after Andrew when his girlfriend left? That wasn't serious. I was just flirting. Oh, give me a break. What's that supposed to mean? You know. Let's go this instant. Let's go, you prick. Moon Podcast Escalation. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime to talk about why it is that we love it so darn much. And today, if this is your first episode, what are you doing? First of all, quick question, what are you doing? Second of all, I feel like you're in luck because we've got a very basic, straightforward episode to talk about today. We are going to be watching episode 65 of Sailor Moon R, which is called Dispute Over Love, Minako and Makoto's Conflict. It's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of subtext in this one that I want to, I want to highlight. So be prepared for that, Jordan. Is there really? I've got, oh, I've got a page of notes. I wasn't, ex- I didn't, I didn't anticipate that much subtext in this one. I'll be honest See, with you. you weren't looking for it and I was. Okay. Is the thing. But in order to help us do that, we uh, we have a guest every week. And this week, we have someone who sent us maybe the best email of, of anyone who's ever sent us an email volunteering to be on the show. Uh, because this one came with fan fiction from when she was seven. Allison Stock, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, thank you. I'm good. I'm. That's a nice introduction. Thank you. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> oh we my get... God. Look... A lot of people have, have gotten in touch with us, and if you have, and you're, and I have told you, hey, I will email you back eventually, I will email you back, I promise. Uh, but you told us, your email hit some highlights. <laughs> you had the Sailor Moon Club. <laughs> you're Canadian, so you're, yeah. you're feeling that. We're trying to get more Canadians on the show to help explain this show. I know, I heard the call to action, and I was like, wait a minute, they're talking about me. Like, it was like in... um. That scene in Velvet Goldmine when Christian Bale's like watching David Bowie on TV and he's like, that's me, dad. And his dad's like, uh, <laughs> the reference. None of you have seen that movie, probably. Which movie? Velvet Goldmine. I did. It's just been so long. Well, he Look, sees we just really... found out Jordan hadn't seen Hooper until yesterday. <laughs> I so... think lots of people have not seen Hooper. <laughs> 
I think I there's probably a pretty Hooper. big overlap between Sailor Moon fans and people who love the uh, Burt Reynolds stuntman movie Hooper. I'm sure there are. Yeah, yeah, I, they're, I do. They're almost, it's almost a remake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would see that. <laughs> Burt Reynolds as Sailor Moon in a miniskirt with a mustache. <laughs> Sailor Burt. Sailor Burt. I'm gonna Google Bert, that. Look. Someone's probably drawn it. Okay, it's possible, so. Actually. Of the cast of Smoking the Bandit, I think obviously yeah. Sally Field would be Sailor Moon. I never saw Bert it. Oh, I didn't, know, tuxedo mask. I didn't know Sally Field was in, was in, the Bandit, was in Smoking the Bandit as well. Jackie Gleason would be Queen Beryl, obviously. <laughs> I'm just going to keep making Smoking the Bandit references until Jordan sees it. Look, folks, we've got a lot of stuff that we talked about off mic coming through now. So why don't we just... Allison, why don't you take us through your history with Sailor Moon? Because you've got some, you got some good stuff in here. Well, thank you. I mean, I I grew up in Canada. I didn't move to the States until I was nine. So when Sailor Moon debuted on YTV, which was like the Canadian kids channel, everybody watched it because everyone watched YTV after school. And I was like, whoa, they have school uniforms just like we do, but they're beautiful. Like they got to wear like mini skirts and they got to wear their hair long. And I thought it was Oh, my God. I thought they were so cool. We would have like Sailor Moon clubs in my school where, you know, groups of five would. I mean, I only knew about my club, but I'm sure there were others, but not as good as mine. Five people would get together and, you know, the leader of the group would be Sailor Moon and we would assign characters to each other. And we would have to find sticks in the woods to be our transformation wands. And it kept getting taken away because we're kids waving sticks around and it was a weapon. (laughs) Um, They assigned me to be Sailor Jupiter because I was sporty, I guess. But I I really wanted to be Sailor Mars because she, ah, she's my favorite. (laughs) I know. (laughs) She's so cool. (laughs) It's such long hair. My mom made me keep my hair short because I was, you know, sporty and messy. I just thought she like, like could do magic before she was a sailor scout. That's true. She's a quarter monster. So pretty much. (laughs) So I wanted to be sailor Mars and they said, you can't be sailor Mars because your hair is blonde and it isn't black. I said, but sailor Jupiter isn't blonde either. And they said, okay, you can be Venus. And I said, all right, I'll be Jupiter. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Venus. (laughs) Her only personality trait is that she has a cat. (laughs) At this point, at this point, she'll get there. Okay. Okay. I will say, I will say the episodes that you are here for this one and next week, (laughs) Minako actually does start to get a personality. Yes. A little bit. But, but unfortunately, that personality is literally just Usagi. Like, she's just. <laughs> just reacting. Not... She does have some genuine reactions. But she, you know, she's present. She's in the moment. She's finally existing, which is nice. But, but everyone else was there from the start. So it's kind of like, well, you know, she got there eventually. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like she's different than Usagi. I mean, I do see that they obviously are very similar, but I feel like. She's. It's. I don't. I want to say she's a little bit more together than Yusagi, which. Oh, totally. You know, it's not great because I don't like insulting Yusagi like that. But there you go. Well, she's Yusagi, but competent and well, more competent <laughs> and chill. Well, come on. What would Yusagi would not do anything if she didn't have the other four helping her? That's probably true. And, and tuxedo mask, <laughs> who basically yeah. saves everyone. You know what, Chris. I don't think Mina is all about eating and sleeping and taking the easy way out. <laughs> mm, let's wait till next week. Okay. Let's wait till next week and see what happens. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. There's a little more information you provided about your Sailor Moon Club. 
Oh yeah. Um, uh, which not uh, you, you you did transformation sequences. Yeah. <laughs> we would hold our sticks in the air and you know moon Frizzle, and we would transform. We would scream in the middle of the playground and we would like dance and move around and we'd take turns. So everyone had their turn to like do a good transformation. And then once we'd transformed, we would like police recess and we would walk all around and make sure everybody was being nice to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody like wasn't letting someone play soccer or wasn't letting someone go on like a lot of times people would climb up the slide and just sit in the middle of the slide and not go down and they wouldn't let anyone else go down and we'd be like jupiter <laughs> get off the slide <laughs> you were vigilantes you were childhood vigilantes yeah <laughs> that's amazing everyone hated us <laughs> that's pretty amazing i no, i honestly love that it was fun. It was really funny. But I was mostly All just right. because... Oh, yeah. Go for it. Oh, no. I was just going to say, uh, there's there's one more thing. There's two more things. Yeah. Oh, my. Chris, you have a dossier. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> the funeral, right? The funeral. Oh. I want to talk about the funeral. So, in the show, when I think Queen Beryl kills Tuxedo Mask, I, I don't vividly remember it. I've blocked it out. So, Tuxedo Mask in the show has, quote, unquote, died and my friend Amanda and I were devastated. And so we we got all of our stuffed animals together and we had a funeral for Tuxedo Mask in our backyard. <laughs> and we wrote letters and we drew pictures and then we dug a hole in the ground and buried them. Wow. We were really hurt. <laughs> so what happened when he came back like two episodes later? Oh, <laughs> Did you dig up all the poems or oh, are no. those still somewhere in Canada? They're still somewhere in Canada, probably Maybe a rose bush has grown from them. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he was important. Everyone had cr- right. a crush on him. Well, I'm glad creepy. you agree at how awesome Memoro is. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, he was cute. At the time. He was like a grown-up, which is creepy. Yes, it, well, yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing, when, Allison. Yes. And, and I will say, I like it sounds like I'm like this is a call out <laughs> and I'm just putting you on blast for all this. All of this is stuff that you sent me, and I was like, oh, we have to have you on the show. <laughs> but you sent along uh a piece of fan fiction from when you were seven years old, and I was promised yes. a dramatic reading. And you shall have it. Um Yay! I have it. <laughs> so it was written in um, marker on construction paper. And my mom was cleaning out her closet and found all these, this box of all this stuff and sent me a picture. And she goes, oh, my God, you used to love Sailor Moon. I was like, oh, my God, I don't remember this. So I have it right here. It's called the TM Soup, the (laughs) Tuxedo Mask Soup. And I'm just going to warn you guys, it's not complete. Um, It's only the first. I only have like the first page of what must have been maybe five or six, you know, a really long story. So. Here we go. And I watched, I grew up in the Deke dub, so I use the Deke names. So Serena, Ray, Amy, and Lita were in the treehouse planning a surprise party for Luna. I, I was obsessed with treehouses because I thought they were cool and the Sailor Scouts were cool. So I'm like, of course they have a treehouse. Okay. They were in the treehouse planning a surprise party for Luna. But later, Darian came in. Hi, Meatball Head. Oh, please, can you start calling me by my real name, Darian? I know your real name, Meatball Head. Then <laughs> Lita got so mad. That she choked him so that he turned blue and green. <laughs> after that, <laughs> after that, 
there was a Negaverse monster and they had to transform, but they did not do so well. And Tuxedo Mask came. When Zoisite grabbed him and put him over a big bowl that she prepared for him. Let me go, he said. What is in this, he says to Zoisite. <laughs> well, let's see. There is normal something and bombs and very powerful ones, too. Let him go. And that's where it ends no. when Zoisite is about to cook Tuxedo Mask in a soup made of bombs. I gotta say... That is my favorite Sailor Moon episode. <laughs> I think people should illustrate this episode. <laughs> yes. I hope people yes. do. I'm assuming Tuxedo Mask is like in the like full arms extended and legs extended. You know what I mean? Like the X oh, totally. pose tied yeah. to the edges of the bowl. Zoisite is sitting in midair with her, his or, or her legs crossed, depending on which version you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you. I only I, wish I, we I, knew the ending. Yeah. It was a nice trend, a nice change to have the Sailor Scouts rescue Tuxedo Mask for once instead of him just throwing a rose and saving everybody. It was, you know, f- feminism. <laughs> well done. Thank you. We we have gotten some great fan art uh, over the the year plus that we've been doing this show. Uh, we got a great drawing of Minako as a block of wood uh, <laughs> last week. Oh my god! Wait, did we? I Which, don't remember that. Yes, yes, we did. We got a as a block of wood. We got and it's it's just a a plank in a in a blonde wig. Oh my god! Maybe maybe, maybe I did see that. So that was great, but <laughs> I gotta say, oh there it is. I right? super want to see Zoisite cooking tuxedo mask in a soup <laughs> made of bombs because that is fantastic and I love it. Well, like a cauldron, and maybe he was tied up like James Bond, and they were gonna lower him in. Could oh. be like that, yeah. So when he goes in, he blows up, and then they have soup, and they could feed a whole family or something. So I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you that you have to draw this former guest Shannon Maynard, who is listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, if you did, I would like to see it. If I had any drawing skills, I would, but uh, clearly my strengths lie in writing. Clearly. Right. Well, you, I, I mean, yeah. You, uh... In fact, I think you should finish the story and uh, <laughs> write the rest and, Look, uh, and send I'll it ma- I'll, make you, uh, I'll make you a deal right now. I'll make you a deal right now, Allison. If you finish this story, yeah. Jordan and I will perform it on an episode. <gasps> oh, my God. With me as Zoocyte and Jordan as Tuxedo Mask. Well, naturally. So tempting. <laughs> if the muse, if the muse, if the muse strikes, if the spirit moves me, I'll let you. Th- you'll be the first to know. All right. Okay. Okay. So that I love. I love everything about that. I love the funeral. I love policing the playground. Uh, mm-hmm. I love having your sticks taken away because they were sticks. <laughs> That's all very exciting, and I'm so glad that you wrote in and and sent us that stuff. It's really great. But uh, now, Jordan, I think it's time that we get on into the episode this week. I think you're right. Once again, episode 65, Dispute Over Love, Minako and Makoto's Conflict. If you would like to watch along with us, uh, you can always watch the show on Hulu, where they are up to, they're well up to supers, I think. And not only only that, but at this point, Hulu actually has both dubbed and subbed but the hulu dub hulu dub's different i started watching the hulu dub and it showed luna and luna just goes oh this is stupid and i'm like who is dubbing this that's the the new dub yeah it's like a fan dub it was really weird 
Chris watches that and he says it's good. I, I still can't handle it. I, I couldn't. I, I, I do. Ah, I no. do quite like the new dub, but I will say I miss like like Luna. Luna has grown on me, but every time she talks, I'm like, I wish she had an accent. I wish she had that British accent. <laughs> But, you know, she sounded was... like a fancy cat, and then she just turned into an angry person. That was a good Luna. That was a good Thank Luna. Thank you. <laughs> um, Luna. Yeah, she's she's the best. She's the best. Um, like it's it's a thing where I feel like the the voice acting is good. Yeah. It is just not like I have a hard time criticizing it because I know, like objectively speaking, the voice actress doing Luna is very good. But unfortunately, she is not putting on an over-the-top fake British accent. <laughs> well, the thing and that is what I want out of my cats, who are also people. I mean, we—I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the thing about the Deke dubs is that I think that I, I may be wrong about this, but I'm—I think that they are lost to the ages. Oh I no, I found them. They're no, no, I don't on... mean they're not findable, but I don't—I mean I don't think they will ever be officially released ever again. I mean, they were made in that s- specific licensing deal, and I, I just, I don't, I don't even know. I, I mean, I guess I would assume that the original rights holders own the rights to it, but I don't even know if that's true. I do know it doesn't seem like anybody has any interest in them being re-released, though. So mm-hmm. it's likely they'll never come out on on Blu-ray disc. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, they're they're re- they're constantly revising the series, like Sailor Moon Crystal, like. I don't get it. I don't know why they don't need it. They just, it just seems, they just seem like sex dolls. (laughs) Oh, jeez. They just look weird. Like when they were in the, in the original, they were like silly little kids. Like, yeah, I mean, they were wearing, you know, mini skirts and there were all these weird sexualization of them. But at the same time, they were goofy and they were kids. And in this one, it's just like, they're beautiful. (sighs) Did you have experience with the manga? No, I didn't. Just the Deke dub. I saw the manga when I was older and I thought it was weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same for me. I, 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 I've, I've read a bunch of it now, although I don't even think I ever read all of it. Um, but yeah, I, on some level, I was always like, this is like a weird version of the cartoon, which is way better. Yeah. I've actually been trying to catch up with the manga since we're into, you know, obviously there was no manga to go along with the Alan and Anne stuff and the Doomtree saga. But uh, I've been trying to catch up again. And, and once again, it does the same thing that the the manga did with kind of the first season, which is that uh, Cohen just gets burned to death in her <laughs> first appearance. What? And Can't I'm like, whoa. Dead. Yeah, oh my you, God. Can't, you can't treat the Spectre sisters like that. And that's but, it? She's just gone? Yeah. Like oh, in the same way that in the same way that. You know, Nephrite gets, you know, Jupiter shows up and the first thing she does is is destroy Nephrite with a <laughs> bolt of lightning and oh turn God. him to dust. Like, wow. I'm like, whoa, whoa, let's let's maybe give these villains an arc. <laughs> but it's <laughs> th- but Jordan, you should read the chibi Yusa stuff in the manga because it will make you hate her even more. It's well, great. <laughs> I have two things I want to talk about as we start the episode. And, and since you said that, that'll be the first one. I have kind of a big announcement to make. Okay. Which is not that I'm dating Chibiusa. <laughs> is it that <laughs> your daughter has come back from the future to... No, that would be pretty neat, but no. It's that I think I have turned a corner on Chibiusa. Uh, really? In uh, that I don't... It's not because I like her, but it's... I think I have officially moved into... It's, it's, it's not like I like her, okay? No, no, no. It, I've moved into love to hate her. <laughs> like, I'm happy that she's there, and it makes me happy that she's on the show. <laughs> because I hate her. Like, I like I enjoy 
the terribleness of her and 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 Usagi fighting, it's fun for me now, and I just like it. At this point in the series, I haven't really changed my my thoughts on her, but <laughs> sure. I, I think it. But the, there's stuff coming up that actually I almost kind of sympathize with her, but we'll get into that later. I mean, I'm not on her side, because yes, I mean, that's true. Once in a while they, they <laughs> make you sympathize, but I mean, I, I, I still think she's wrong, and I still think she's a jerk, and I still get mad at her, mm-hmm. but, I, but I love the scenes of them driving each other crazy. Like, I actually really like them now. So, mm. are, you, are you ashamed of me, Chris? No, I think you just actually like Chibiusa. No, no. I, because... I think she's your new favorite character. Oh, but it's no, like one of those mind. things when there's a young mother and then she has a daughter, and everyone's like, "Oh, we thought you were sisters." Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other thing I wanted to quick mention, Chris, is the name of the episode in the Deek dub. Do you? Oh, okay, what... I have it. I know it. You know it. Let's see. Let, let me let me see if I can guess. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I wrote it down. Let's see. There's some there's some stuff with with jewelry in here. Yeah. There's some stuff with with Minako and Makoto. So so Lita and Mina. Is it uh, Love on the Rocks? <laughs> no, nope. but that's great. That's a good one. <laughs> you you would have been a good producer to this for this show in the '90s. <laughs> no, it's a charmed life. <laughs> ooh ooh. Now here's the thing about that. There's an episode from first season called An Uncharmed Life. <laughs> Are there any throwbacks in this to that one or do they not, just ignore it? I, not that I'm aware of. I mean, it was another one about uh, like, you know, luck and like luck shops and stuff. It was. Uh, oh, with, the, with Ray, with the, the wishing. Right? Yes. Yes. It was. It was. It, it, no, it was Ray's first so episode. In fact. Mm. Just so we're clear on this. This is the version you guys want on DVD. I, yes. I actually liked this version of the episode. I, I watched them both. I actually liked the Deke version better <laughs> this time. Okay. All right. This is the only version where we're going to hear, oh, Serena, every time. That is an amazing Luna. <laughs> she does a great job. I grew up on this. Well, so did we, but somehow we don't pull yeah. it. You didn't have to be. You didn't yes, have but to be Canada. That's true. That's true. Canada. Um, and I'm, this, not, that... I'm not denying your, your claim to Sailor Moon fandom. <laughs> Good. Don't I can't worry. gatekeeping Jordan over here. What? <laughs> I said I can't believe you're gatekeeping Jordan over here. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm not even. So now so, to the actual uh, episode, yes. Yeah, we're not two seconds into the episode yet. <laughs> we're not one second into the episode yet. We haven't actually so, started the episode. We open in the park, and while it is not named, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's the park where everything happens. This is Nephrite Memorial Park in the Juban <laughs> District of Tokyo. Where, the, where you can take a boat with your sweetie. Mm-hmm. And it is summer now, uh, which which it has. It seems like it was not that long ago that it was the middle of winter and we got our only look at the uh, Juban Middle School winter outfits. But now <laughs> it is full on summer uh, to the point where when Makoto shows up, uh, she's going to talk about how Ami is busy specifically with summer classes. So time progresses in the world of Sailor Moon. No uh, Miniko. <laughs> well, look, look, we got a lot of problems with nobody getting any older. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people are 900 years old and I uh, refuse to. Oh, yeah, God. that doesn't count. Well, Mamoru gets older every day. Oh. <laughs> you know what Mamoru fair. likes about the Sailor Scouts? Oh, don't uh, say oh. it. <laughs> So Minako's sitting on a park bench, and she is waiting for everyone else to show up. And everyone else is apparently busy. Like, I don't know what, like, 
there's no get ready for it. There's no sailor business going on, right? Like this is just a group <laughs> hang. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is chill time. Well, it's it's unclear. No, it's just a group hang. You're right. I, I was gonna say maybe it was a meeting, but like Luna's not. No, I guess Luna does show up. I don't know. I don't think it is. No one's there. Like Ray's busy with temple stuff, and Amy's busy studying, and Serena's late as usual. Oh, Serena. Please do the rest of the episode. As Luna. <laughs> well, all we'll right. You Luna next week. Okay. Makoto shows up and says that uh, she's sorry that she's late, but she's the only one who's showing up because, as you said, uh, Ray's busy at the temple and uh, Ami is taking summer classes, which means, Jordan, which yes. means, which means that uh, Makoto was definitely with Ami before she, uh, before she showed what? up for this group thing. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> that was definitely you know, they wait. They, you know, you wake up in the morning. It's like, oh, what are your plans for the day? Oh, I got to go to class. You're going to come to the group hang? Oh, no, I'm busy. See you later. Bye. You know, I like do casual not morning. Think, I do not think that is implied <laughs> any more than it would be that she. Well, she does say Amy says she couldn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. That's not. Uh, <laughs> insane how could this no, be I'm, just, look, I'm throwing that out there because it's going to be important later okay <laughs> uh i do want to say uh we've got some really cute outfits going on i think we've seen both of these before but we've got uh mina in a like a a very pale green uh summer dress and then makoto is in those like awesome super high-waisted capri pants uh, yeah those yes. are awesome they're awesome oh, those are great dude you guys like waists that go up like 20 feet past your waist? Hell yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, yeah, like, if you've got 18 so feet of legs, show them off. <laughs> All right. If, if you are a Naoko Takeuchi character, then yes, <laughs> high-waisted uh, pants are the way to go. Of course. I mean, they uh, yes, obviously, Makoto pulls them off in a way that I don't think a human being can actually do. Like, I, when I see something like that in real life, I'm like, what? But okay. You know, the really long legs. It's a cool thing, you know, especially when kids are six years old and short and squat. And they're like, oh, these tall women with their wasted, their waists. It's aspirational. <laughs> no, no. Aspirational pants. Yeah. Good. Now, Allison, you were, you were Sailor Jupiter. Yes. In your club. Were you tall? No, I'm still not tall. <laughs> well, I'm, wait, I was how tall are you? Small. I'm only five. One and a half. Well, okay. Two. Okay. So you're actually okay. not as tall as Jupiter. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> you are. You are taller than Sailor Moon. Really? Yeah, she's yeah. five zero, I think. Oh. She's four eleven. No. <laughs> I always forget. Three foot two. Well, she hasn't had her growth spurt yet. Did you say yeah, three foot two? She's gonna be like that for the next thousand years. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Four eleven. Wow. Yeah. No, we didn't really take height into consideration. It was more hair color, and that was it. Not blood type. So, no. <laughs> First one. Oh, if only. Wait, what? Wait, what? Um, do we know what their signs are? We know their we birthdays. We do actually yeah. know what their signs oh. are. Yes. Well, I'm a Virgo, and a Perido is my stone. My stone. So who? Who's my match? Uh, Chris. <laughs> do you know Look, this? Uh, give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. I gotta. I gotta pop open the book. Because if I end up being makoto's being a match with makoto that would be so crazy like 20 years of my life has been a lie wait we just we just did a, a there's a quiz what, what, where was the quiz do you remember it was on uh buzzfeed it okay. was just a buzzfeed quiz buzzfeed sailor oh, moon 
Zodiac signs. Here we go. Sailor Mercury is a Virgo. Okay. So that's. That just confuses things further for you. Yeah. God. <laughs> I don't have blue hair. Well, that's you changeable. Yeah. I was going to say, you can, you can make that happen. It says that blood type O, she's a Sagittarius and she has trouble with airplanes. She dreams of being a bride, selling cake, selling flowers, and her strong point is cooking. Well, I, for a while there, I was on board. Like all the, my blood type is O, and I'm a Sagittarius, and uh-huh. airplanes do scare me. But right, I don't really have much interest in being a bride or selling cake. Hey, don't knock it till you tried it. I'm sure, it's great. Selling cake? I'm sure it's great. All of the, all of the above. Sailor Mercury's birthday is uh, September 10th. Sailor Mars's birthday is April 17th. Sailor Jupiter's birthday is December 5th. We did not celebrate that one the way Aww. we should have. We didn't, we've didn't. we never celebrated any of their birthdays except Usagi's. And we only did that for one year. Sailor Venus's birthday is October 22nd. Tuxedo Mask's birthday is August 3rd, right before oh, mine. Oh, really? Well, I'm should, August 2. We should celebrate that. Oh, my God. We should Marry not. Marry something in my new backyard. That. We should celebrate someone's birthday every year. Every well, month. We're going to celebrate Usagi's again. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say we should celebrate a different person every year. We just missed uh, Sailor Uranus uh, mm-hmm. on January 27th. Mm-hmm. Next and one coming Sailor... up is March. Sailor Neptune, March 6th. Yep, Sailor Neptune's birthday is March right. 6th coming up. Mark Make your calendars. Plans accordingly. <laughs> yeah, but these are all characters you don't even know yet, Chris. Uh, Sailor Pluto, no birthday listed. Oh, no, it says here October 29th. Oh. Does and it? it says her um, her least favorite food is eggplants. She has trouble with cockroaches, and her dream is to be a designer, which doesn't seem to make any sense. I think she's the only one that doesn't have a normal human counterpart. Yeah, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she well, just lives I'm in the void. The, I'm looking at the role-playing game book, and oh. it has different listings oh. for Sailor Pluto and Satsuna. Let me look for the role. So book. really, yeah, that's weird. Well, I just googled it, so all right, all right, right. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to this episode. Yeah. Sorry. So then, my new favorite character, Rini, is walking down the street. <laughs> she's walking through the park, getting bugged by some uh, kids. Well, by the way, oh. she's just walking through the park with a floating robot behind her that no one bothers to talk about. Now it's funny ever. you mention that because that is what they are bugging her about in the Deke dub. Yeah. How does it float? How does it float? Leave we're not, alone. We're not oh. going away until you tell us how it does it. <laughs> I mean, and yes, that is, that, is, that is what they should be talking about. <laughs> the police should be doing it. The government should be stepping in. Oh, God. <laughs> what is this technology, small girl? But then she uses, like, the hypno beam on them, so it's fine. No, um, Venus and uh, Jupiter just kind of walk up and are like, leave her alone. Well, yeah, no, to the little kids. Oh. I mean, when the government comes in to investigate oh, her Luna Ball, that, she uses the hypno beam. I but yes. they edited the deke dog <laughs> to, to make it mellow. No, no. Yeah. Venus and Mercury. Uh, no, not Mercury. Venus and, uh, and Jupiter, as you Jupiter. said. Um, no, these kids, th- these kids are just bugging her. And uh, in the Japanese version, Rini's like, are you guys hitting on me? <laughs> That is what she says. Are you hating on me? What children? No wonder the girls in our class make fun of you. She's delusional. (laughs) She's also five years old. The kids are, yeah, the boys are like, get over yourself, girl. No, they're not. not. But yes, then uh, then, then Venus and Jupiter come and offer to beat up children for her. Right, but then aren't they saying to her, like, they're only teasing you because they have a crush on you. Well, this becomes the big argument. Um, Oh, God, yes. 
that is what Venus says. They're only teasing you because they like you. And uh, Makoto is like, no, (laughs) that is unacceptable behavior. (laughs) Do not put up with that. I guess I have a lot in common with Sailor Jupiter. I think she's a badass. She's well. She's just like no. They're just bullies. That doesn't it, that liking you has nothing to do with it. So they're they're portraying it as this as Venus is a romantic, and so she sees everything through the the the, the lens of love. <laughs> and then Makoto's a little more into social justice, which is actually a current topic, though. I've, I've read a lot about it lately, where you know boys will be boys. No, boys are assholes. If they pull your hair, do not let them. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, and that's a smart thing to say. Yeah. Although it's it's weird the way it gets talked about here because, <laughs> because Venus's interpretation of that is that Jupiter judges guys too much because she's comparing them to the guy she has a crush on. Oh, well, her ex-boyfriends. Yes. So she's going, her one ex-boyfriend. So she's going, you... Wait, there's only just one? Yes, one that every other boy reminds her of. Oh, I thought there were, I thought there were a lot. No, no, no. Oh. One significant one. I mean, there may have been many, but... One senpai. Right. Because it's always like, that reminds me of my ex-boyfriend, but she says it for everything, so how unique could this one boyfriend have been? No, we've been saying, like, in the Japanese especially, in the the deke dub, they they water it down, but in the Japanese especially, it's always a very specific thing, so that Mm. you could actually make a composite boyfriend out of all the things (laughs) she mentions. This guy's laugh, and that guy's nose, and this guy's feet. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah, Venus is like, no, you're just you just are too judgmental of boys uh, uh, and compare them to that one guy, which. Yeah. And and so Venus, <laughs> like this is going to turn into Minako telling like, like the argument is Makoto being like, yeah, well, you just like looking at people's relationships from the sidelines because you're too much of a coward to ever make a move yourself. Oh, and Minako saying. Well, you're too hung up on that guy that you used to be in love with in the past. Uh, and I got to say, Minako does not need to be talking to anyone about obsessing over a guy from her past because oh she God. tried to get Sailor Moon to help her kill someone once. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. But remember Alan? Remember how Sailor Moon was oh going to murder Alan for you? <laughs> well, hold on. She grew from that, though. So now she's like, you should. You got to learn. What I learned the hard way, Jupiter. Yeah, well, look, I've been through some shit. On as well. No, she has not. She very clearly has. Okay, so you, you're telling me rest of the show she's never going to mention this boyfriend again. Mm, it's all it's all a cover. Oh, it's all a cover. <laughs> Keeping up appearances. Uh, so so Rini stops the fight and goes, "Who cares about guys? I'm going to marry Mamoru." <laughs> Her dad. <laughs> which is, that was a really good part. I like this part a lot. Uh, at which point is the exact moment that uh, Usagi came up <laughs> and, and heard this and explodes. And Rumi's <laughs> just like, yep, I'm going to marry Mamoru. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Usagi physically, well, she kind of tackles her, although they don't show it played through as a tackle. But yes. She loses her shit, though. Oh, she absolutely loses her shit. She's <laughs> like, how dare you fucking say that? And, and and yes, Chris, she's actually worried that Mamoru will marry a five-year-old child. <laughs> she's very concerned about this. <laughs> yeah, no, Yusagi freaks out. Yusagi, again, she believes that... <laughs> she probably believes that Mamoru will actually marry a child. And <laughs> concerned that this is an actual uh, uh, competition for her. She physically fights with uh, with uh, Chibiusa and gets her ass kicked. 
<laughs> she views and grabs her by the ponytails, pitches her head over feet, and says, uh, and then insults them all by saying that they're all getting old if they can't get over being dumped. <laughs> Pretty great. Oh my god. People, speaking of uh, speaking of people uh, being catty to one another uh we cut to oh god the, the dark moon kingdom <laughs> but the cattiest one is not there oh, so people are not being catsy to each other unfortunately it's because she got burned there. in the fire she's there she just doesn't say anything yeah for once so <laughs> you're not a fan of catsy no, I just love this, the dark kingdom but I dislike all of I think they're all oh, nuts. they're all terrible yeah they're all they're all Think about it. They're literally stuck in this void with no gravity, just surrounded by your bitchy sisters. And you have to wait for Peter Pan to come and let you out and give you something to do. That's terrible. I love the Black Moon Clan and the Spectre Sisters They're hilarious. so much. They're so great. Uh, so Rubius shows up. And Rubius, like, well, let me just say. Holding his jacket over his shoulder like he's in the Sears catalog. Yeah, he is way too cool. He is way too cool. <laughs> he's just like oh yeah i don't care where i am i'm just so cash we are back to crystal points and the new crystal point that he wants to take over is the fancy omazini omazinai house uh which is apparently gemstones that you wish on mm-hmm. which i have no idea if this is an actual thing Gems because as i have said stuff? we do not do our research yeah well, but like that's a thing in america like gems and crystals and stuff but you don't wish on them. They're just pretty. No, no, no. People talk about that they have energy and they will help you get this and they will get you that. And No, that's a thing. Well, vaguely, but not. you can't pick one and make a specific wish like these people are trying to do. I don't know if that's true. I don't know either. But at any rate, yes. The gem house is the new crystal point. And Which is valid. Gems, crystal. Makes sense. But you know what? Yeah. They don't, they don't, they're not good looking gems. They look cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call them gemstones. They look awful. <laughs> look, it says on the sign that they are fancy. <laughs> yeah, well, it must be true. Chris, these aren't classy enough. I'm not going to do the rest of this episode because it is beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Rubius tells Calaveras, right? He t- Rubius tells Calaveras, "Hey, go take over this crystal point. Replace this crystal energy with the dark energy that we're going to need in the future." Mm-hmm. And Calaveras is like, mm, I have a better idea. How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> and pieces out. And Rubius takes it. Rubius is like, well, pets, I guess you have to do it. <laughs> no one would talk to Queen Beryl this way. No. Oh, my God. No oh one God. would speak to Queen Beryl with this this insolence. Well, is he is he their brother or is he just some guy? Unclear. Good question. I, I feel like he's their boss, right? Like, they, <laughs> like, don't they call him, like, Sir Rubius or Master Rubius or something? Sure. I mean, but it's not... But then they also talk down to him, like he's a sibling. I mean, they all give each other shit all the time. I don't think that he's as much their boss... I don't... He's not the king of the Dark Kingdom. Like, right. he's a guy who might be above them, but I think that they know he's not the ultimate authority, so they're like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not wise, uh, wise man. You're right. Who, like, there, we have seen that there is someone above him, but he's still their boss. He's still in charge. But Calaveras is, like, the insubordination on display is amazing. Right. What's even weirder about it is then she goes off on her own and goes, so let me get to work on that thing I just was asked to do. And it's like, wait, what? 
Uh, she goes off and and sits in the void and goes, mm, I'm bored. I guess I'll go do that bullshit job. <laughs> and then Bertier has to show up and be like, uh, actually, Pets is doing it. <laughs> like you which said, again, you didn't want to do it. <laughs> which, again, means that Rubius was like, mm, I guess you got to do it. Like, get your shit together, Rubius. Get your people in line. <laughs> Zoocyte would not speak like that to Queen Beryl. Well, Zoocyte, maybe. But then she so, would Zo- murder him. Yeah. Or her. Well, depends what you're watching. <laughs> uh, her long nails. So, uh, also, Calaveras makes uh, a wine monster. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, a wine monster with a bow tie. Yes, a, a monster made out of red wine with a bow tie. For as you do. <laughs> it's fancy though. It's really classy. She's like swirling it, checking the branches. Turns into a monster. It's great. <laughs> I've been a I've been a monster made of red wine before. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Same. Pretty much every night. I wear a bow tie. <laughs> So, so then, then as you said, yeah, Bertie shows up, and but it, but it, but I, that's the thing. You know what? You're, you're saying Rubius doesn't get his shit together. I think he did. I think he knows exactly what's going on, because I think I think Rubius is aware of how competitive they are too, and that he, I think he knows as soon as he sends pets, that's exactly when Calaveras will be like, what? It's then it's two of them fighting, you know, on the same side. I mean, it's like they're going to. They're going to be trying to do the same thing and working against each other. So if this is Rubius getting his shit together, congratulations, you played yourself. Oh. <laughs> well, except that it's for the audience's benefit. Because, as you said, it sets up the, the wonderful rivalry between the two of them. Uh, between Prisma and Avery, as I like to call them. Mm. And it's great. Speaking of rivalries, oh. the next scene is the scouts again. And Venus and Jupiter are still pissed off. I watched the first half of the episode with the Hulu dub before switching over to Deke. And <laughs> wow, interesting. I know, because I, I, then I, re- I realized halfway through it that I didn't know what was going on when Luna had that weird line. So I found the, you know, what was comfort- comforting to me. And in the Hulu one, um, Usagi is walking backwards and she bumps into a sign and goes, Oh, who put this sign there? Why would anyone do this? Ugh. But then in the Deke dub, she just. <laughs> falls over and everyone's like oh you're so clumsy <laughs> but in the hulu dub she's like mad at the sign i like that that's cute her it's being mad at the misdirect. sign yeah they've heard about this place the sign is a sign for the the crystal point uh, the, Fancy crystals. They, they they don't ever talk about the fact that like fate always brings sailor moon to the place she needs to be <laughs> but i guess it's a thing right like we have to just chalk that up to magic that can't be a coincidence Right. This whole episode, they're talking down on the crystal magic and they're like, oh, it's wishing on a crystal. That's bullshit. You, you hold a stick in the air and you say a word and you turn into a, there's magic going on. She actually uses a crystal to transform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sailor Moon uses a magic crystal. Right. And in the future, we'll rule over crystal Tokyo. But no, these rocks, wishing on these rocks, it's just psh, bullshit. Well, Don't I mean, this, these rocks are this bullshit, is the so. first place. Right. Jordan, do yes. not start. Do not start. <laughs> you just you just said, oh, you have to agree that's magic. So do not even start that <laughs> part. But you know what? But that's the thing in this in this show. I like you said, there is things that are magic and there are things that aren't. And like, unfortunately, Ray's magic is magic, and I can't mm-hmm. deny it. It's clearly true. But I don't think until the Negaverse girls come in and start doing their magic, I don't think these crystals do anything. Mm. Jordan. Jordan. Yes. Jordan. That's me. How, like, we have, for, <laughs> so upset right now. 
please. For 65 episodes, we've been seeing crystal magic. Yes, but they not. They just said this it's is not a the same thing. crystal power. It's not. No, 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 no. They said it's a crystal point, just like Bob Floyd's. No. There's no such <laughs> thing as ice cream magic. They said, they said, they said, you have to go replace the crystal power, which is already there, with the dark power that we're going to put there. No, There's they're talking about the crystal power of Crystal Tokyo. Jordan? They're talking about the crystal power of Crystal Tokyo. Jordan, this is the first time. Like, we have the theory, right? We have the theory that all of the crystal points are just places that Usagi likes. Yes. So there's an ice cream shop. Yes. And there's a jewelry store. Sure. And there's going to be a supermarket next week where she likes to go to get her food. Fresh produce. You know she's all about fresh produce. This place is the first time that it feels like, oh, there's, like, actual crystal power in a but place already. But it's BS. No. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's Chris. not. But it's convenient to her because she wants to wish Darian back. And I know, and it doesn't work. There's a crystal I can wish on. It does work, Jordan. <laughs> she doesn't know this at the time. It doesn't really work. She Jordan, what do you mean? It doesn't, are, oh, are you telling me that we're going to watch the next 150 episodes of this show and Darian and Serena are never going to get back together? It's not because of this. It's not because of this. <laughs> oh, really? It's not because of magic crystal destiny? <laughs> I think for this situation, I think that they don't know the crystals are bullshit. And considering all of the previously shown crystal magic, they have to take it with a grain of salt. Dispute over crystals, Chris and Jordan's conflict. <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing the police to, to settle it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing. <sighs> so, any why is there no police anywhere in Sailor Moon? Why are there never any cops? Once in a while, there's like a dumb police officer who like gets falls unconscious one time. If I remember correctly, yeah, I guess this is some serious shit. I think it was like a traffic cop. Was it right? Wasn't there a traffic <laughs> cop that fell asleep because everybody went unconscious? Mm, that sounds like it might be hmm. correct. So they so go. They go inside. They go inside the magic crystal shop. <laughs> And uh, these girls who are trying to get their boyfriends to fall in love with them uh, buy some crystals, but the crystals turn their emotions into the opposite. They, they wait, turn wait, them into. Wait, wait, wait. They don't buy the crystals yet. No, they, they just, don't. They just pick them up and wish on them before even paying for anything. And then, you know. Yeah. It, it turns. It, it, they, they, they basically are like anger gems. Like if you touch these gems, they make you mad. Or if you steal these gems, they make you mad. Yeah, presumably, yeah. You have to pay for it and make a wish. You can't just wish on every rock in the store, whether also, they're not. Also, there's a there's a, a quick little shot uh, that gets cut out of the deke dub, where you find out where you see that they have like people like webbed up in the in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that gets cut out in the deke dub because it, there's clearly nudity. <laughs> Was it? Oh yeah, like the the person who is who's webbed up in the back room is naked. Oh my god. I mean, you don't like it's. It's very shadowy, so you don't. Why would they be know, naked? Why? See any bits and pieces? <laughs> Wait, did Avery and Prisma steal their clothes? I guess. Wait, maybe yeah, it's including the women their underwear. The, it's probably the women that run the store, and they stole their weird capes and underwear. Yeah, they need <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, that's kind I mean, of maybe gross. They maybe they weren't wearing <laughs> their underwear under the capes. You don't know. <laughs> okay, wait. So now you're suggesting the clerks just go to. Go to work. <laughs> super, super risky. Let's just throw a, a, a cloak on over nothing. 
If you if you really want to tap into 100% real crystal magic, you need to be skyclad. Oh, Maybe they made a wish on the crystal that their skirts wouldn't blow up. <laughs> and whether or not it's real magic, we don't know. <laughs> Right. So, so that is definitely like because that is there is no getting around that that is oh that is a naked person okay cool yeah I mean you uh, don't see bits but I guess there's some strategic uh, hair and shadows okay in that scene in the deep d- dub these two girls who wish make the wishes oh yeah go like they wish for specific boys and then afterwards go oh that boy sucks all boys are terrible no they say that the boys are geeks they're geeks so they that's basically- also accurate. So the crystals are, you know, harvesting an army of furious lesbians. Yes, exactly. We hate men. They're geeks. Hate everybody. Whereas the girls in the in the subtitles don't believe in love afterwards. They're like, I don't believe in love. I kind of prefer the idea of creating an army of furious lesbians. Yeah, no, it's much better. And especially because then, like, I don't remember if it was Avery or Prisma goes like, the transformation is complete. Because you know, this is a this is a Makoto focused episode. So no, how do it, you beat a furious lesbian with another furious lesbian? It is lesbian? not a Makoto focused <laughs> episode. Her name's in the title, Jordan. Well, yes, that is true. Her conflict with Mina. Anyway. So So the girls are in the in the play. And then, now this is okay, this is a part that I have a very clear memory of from when I was young. This is a scene that I loved as a young person watching this. Because I thought it was hilarious. And guess what? I still do. Um, Yeah, Yusagi is just like going nuts over all of this stuff. And she finds a dispenser (laughs) of... In the the Deke version, the way they say it is that it's like a luck potion. That you, you, you know, just a potion of luck. That's all. Like, and they don't go into the details. In the, in the, in the translation, in the, in the, in the subtitles, it's very specific. It's a, it's a potion that you... If you can drink it all straight through, then you get your wish. And so she gets this giant, like, three-gallon bottle of green stuff, and she (laughs) chugs it down. And you see her belly go like... (laughs) She's so thrilled about this idea because it is going to get her memorial back. My favorite thing about this is that it is identified on the sign as Chugalug Charm Juice. (laughs) Which sounds like something like that's the that's the hot new thing that people are gonna be rapping about in in the twenty sixteen. Tuxedo mask soup. (laughs) Oh, is that what she's drinking? No. (laughs) Also, I am one hundred percent sure that uh that the shot of uh Usagi just shotgunning the chugalug charm juice is going to be uh the the image you choose which one there's so many that i like the uh, one where she like has a giant stomach is pretty freaking funny so so oh, that is an adorable one that picked, yeah. uh and here's the image for it wait fear what what was the title I said episode title is army of furious lesbians <laughs> oh you have a you have a picture for that too let's see it Oh, no, no, that, no that, she just looks that, too cool oh, in this one. She, this is an adorable one, though. It is, it's hard to pick. They're all so good. Also, it, it's oh, got your favorite thing that. of her she's wearing her, her Luna. Yeah, wearing Luna as an accessory. Luna oh. wrap, yes. Really cute. <laughs> no, nobody has taken our advice to do to make a neck pillow that looks like Luna. <laughs> we want oh, one. Of, like those, those airline like neck pillows, inflatable ones. Ooh, one I of these days, one. we're going to start merchandising. We <laughs> <laughs> 
We really neck should. pillows or like those pop those popcorn kernel things where you put it in the microwave and you put it on your body to relax your muscles. Oh sure, yeah. Make it this. I mean, I have a real cat, so I can just kind of, you know, put her on my shoulder. Him, wow, forgot my cat. Will your cat do that? No. Okay, I was gonna say my cats will not do that. If I put one of my cats on my shoulder, they would go great. I can use this to jump off and get the fuck away from you. But he does curl up on my shoulder when I'm like. When I'm when I'm when I'm sleeping and I wake Aww. up and he's curled right up like a little pillow. It's Aww. so cute. A little Luna on your shoulder would be a really great cosplay accessory if you're gonna oh. dress up as Usagi. Yes. Like a like a like a beanbag Luna. Like, yeah, so it has to be a real floppy Luna that you could just drape anywhere. That would be great. Or just or like a, a sock. Pu- you have a friend who puts a puppet on their hand of Luna and just puts her hand on your shoulder and follows <laughs> you around and goes, well, I don't think this is a very good idea. That's, that's if you're cosplaying as a live action Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, oh, right. where all the cats were puppets and they were fucking amazing. <laughs> um, I want to Dracula. I want to do a side note and talk about chugging this liquid a little bit more. <laughs> This is what this episode is about to me. Sure. We've got all day. Yeah, of course. Um, When I was young, we used to do (laughs) we used to do this stupid thing where we would take two liter bottles of Coke and we would lie down on the couches on a couch and try to drink as much Coke as we could lying down because you can't burp. (laughs) (laughs) So we would do this until we were like in pain. Jordan, and then you're stand not up. that much older than me. I know they had like TV and books when you were a yeah, kid. Of course, we would do this while watching TV, and then oh. and then once you were like in horrible pain, you would stand up and you would do these massive burps because you had so much. I mean, it's not like we could chug a whole two liter bottle. Like, let me not make you think we got that far, but it was still pretty impressive and awesome. And so that makes me think of this. Yeah, yeah, it sounds awesome. like it sounds like impressive and <laughs> awesome. Impressive the two words I was gonna call and that. awesome. Yes. <laughs> sounds terrifying it's super fun you should totally try it (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i've ever bought a liter of of soda maybe seltzer but okay well seltzer would work actually seltzer would work even better because they usually have way more carbonation in them so it'd be worse (laughs) well better worse worse. same (laughs) okay so that's the chugging stories (laughs) the good story chug fest chug a lug (laughs) Chuggalug Charm Juice. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Chuggalug Charm Juice. Drink it up. <laughs> All three of the scouts want a charm that will warm a heart that has grown cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously uh, Usagi wants it for uh, for Memoru. Presumably Minako wants it for Alan. Yeah. Who is happily dating someone else, right? Well, like, was that? Am I forgetting how that episode wrapped up? No, well, that is how it happened. What if, okay, Serena wants it for Mamoru, Makoto wants it for her ex-boyfriend, and what if Minako wants it for Makoto to warm her cynical heart? What? Wouldn't that be so sweet? Wait, hang on. Hold on. Important thing getting skipped over here. Oh. Who does Makoto want it for? Her ex-boyfriend, you know, my ex-boyfriend. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. What? Remember when I told you it was going to be important later? Mm -hmm. Oh. Let's hear this. Minik Makoto wants a charm that will warm a heart that has grown cold. She wants a charm to get someone back. Yeah. And boy, it sure seems like Ami blew her off for classes, doesn't it? (gasps) No. Okay. Only if you think Makoto is a giant jerk. 
Or a giant lesbian. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, lesbians can can not be jerks. I'm saying she's a jerk because if Amy is signed up for classes, it's not blowing you off. It's a class. You go to it. Like that, you can't be like, it's, don't go to class. Okay, it's but class. Amy has an Amy has an IQ of like four hundred. She does not need to go to class. That's why she has an IQ of four hundred. It's bullshit. It's just an excuse. <laughs> Anytime she doesn't want to go anywhere, oh, I have class. Gotta go. Yeah, Ami does not need cram school. Ami does not need elective summer courses. Yes, she does. Ami, Ami is putting math before everything, I think as, Makoto, as we all know that she does. Makoto wants to take it to give to Amy so Amy can use it on Greg. <laughs> Jordan, you know, like, I can tell you lost conviction in that. Yeah, it didn't make sense. How about this? Makoto wants to use it on Amy so Amy will fall in love with Greg. That That's a little bit more likely. Um... <laughs> no, Makoto no. wants it for her ex-boyfriend, clearly. So even if she even if you're right and she is with Amy, she loves her ex-boyfriend more. Or do you think she's only just bringing up her ex-boyfriend all the time because she's never been with a girl and is nervous and doesn't it's like, you know, it's okay if you're gay, it's okay if you're straight. I don't know. Oh, my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all true. That's possible. That's totally possible. But uh, again, she <laughs> she she grabs for this thing pretty quickly and like without thinking about it. Like, it's not like a, a calculated thing. It's like, oh, my God, Usagi is going to take that. I need to get it first. Well, Usagi doesn't need it. She's like, it's destined. She well, doesn't need a rock. She doesn't realize that at the moment. But I think everyone well, else does. Since uh, since we brought up uh, Ami's true love, which is math, um, <laughs> did you see, Jordan and, uh, and Allison, did you see uh, former guest uh, Cassidy Stone's uh, comics about uh, Minako running around telling puns to everyone. Oh yeah, I have. Yes, they're okay. so funny. <laughs> Did you look at the at the title of the book that Ami is reading when Ami shows up? What was it? Yeah. Uh, well, it changes in every panel, and one of them is how to kiss math, <laughs> <laughs> which is my fave. That's pretty good. Good old math book. So anyway, uh, none of them end up getting the charm <clears throat> that we uh, can they, tell. They try to play it off. Uh, as not being hung up on past love. What's funny is uh, that doesn't even make any like, sense. Yeah, I'm though. hella hung up on past love. What's right. Up? Right. That's what I was going to say. That doesn't make any sense. Yusagi should have it, except that then she's just too indecisive to, to decide on anything. Meanwhile, outside, uh, Mamoru's flirting with his daughter. <laughs> uh, Chibi's uh, looking in the window. I wish that guy would just go straight into a suit made of bombs. <laughs> Chief Yusuke is looking in the window and he comes up behind her and goes, hands up, miss. <laughs> this is the police or the security. Yeah. Hey, remember that time you pulled a gun on my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> this is like that, except I'm not going to pull a trigger of an actual gun while it's pointed at you. Um, anyway, uh, meanwhile, inside, they're still arguing. And it's it's super weird. Now, can you explain to me what happens here? Why does um why does uh, Prisma freak out? Why does uh, Pets freak out? Uh, oh, she freaks out because, like, the way that it plays off in this scene in isolation is that it looks like she's really surprised that Makoto got dumped, right? So is trying, like, kind of realizes that she's been a jerk, and she's like, hey, I think the boy who dumped you had really bad taste. And Pets immediately goes, dumped? Uh, like she's like she's like why would anyone dump this giant beauty, this powerful girl in love? Really? Sweet. No, but what she's doing is because she, as mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, Pets also has been dumped. Oh. And like back in Crystal Tokyo, which that's the story I want to see. Like Calaveras mentions it. She's like, yeah, just because you got dumped and no one likes you, blah, blah, blah. Right. So this is just her, like, you know, the very 
mention of being dumped is enough to set her off and, and freak her out. Oh my god, she's traumatized. <laughs> yes. The fun part of this scene to me is that the this is where Venus and Jupiter make up and they just kind of both go like, you know what, we're both great, we're both awesome, we should get over these people who dumped us and just move on with our lives. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Usagi will ever move on. And she's like, nope! <laughs> yeah, and, and when they're saying... When they're saying, like, yeah, you know, we need to move on. The, the, the guys who dumped us don't deserve us. Like, then it cuts to Pets going, yes, that is correct. <laughs> like, Pets is getting getting hyped up about Pets her own heartbreak. No, buy my crystals. Take the energy. Like, she shouldn't be excited that they're over it. Well, she's well, bad business. She's, she's this is why good. Calaveras should have done this on her own. Right. This is why Rubius wanted Calaveras to do this one. <laughs> That's true. They're all they're all caught up in their petty stuff like they always are. Uh, and then Chibi comes in and then Mamoru comes in and it's like, what? Oh, it's so weird. The scene is so weird. <laughs> so Usagi, <laughs> like verbally aloud, like out loud, says everything. She just is like, the charm worked. Mamoru, you're back <laughs> to me because of the magic that I wished on and it all happened. And now it's all true and you're here. And he's like, I'm out of here. Well, no, no. Darian... It says to himself yes. quietly, if only things weren't so weird between me and Serena, and then leaves. But he's the one that walked into a store, said nothing, and left. That's that's why things are weird, because he's yeah. a friggin' weirdo. Because Memory's a weirdo. Memory's <laughs> a huge weirdo. No social exactly. skills. Guys, he's saving her life. What, by not talking to her in the store? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but he's an idiot. <laughs> well, that's because he lied to himself. Yeah. Well, when I mean, you're 40 years old, you've got you've to get through the day damn, somehow. He's not 40. He's like hundreds, but that's in the future. And that version of his, him lies to this version, which is like uh, 19. 19. Let's go 19. 19. No. You don't think he's 20, 19? I think he's like 26, maybe. No way. Not a chance. You know, Allison, I like the way you think. <laughs> he's like a businessman. No, he's not. <laughs> He comes in his like gym clothes that he's on his hour lunch break from work. He drives his car around. He's got his business pants on and his suit jackets. Yes, and he his wears colors. pleated pants. He yeah. does wear pleated pants, but that's not because he's a businessman. It's because he is stylish. No, maybe at the time. He has no friends. He does not have a social life. He has Andrew. Andrew, who is a small business owner. Yeah. No, he does not own that place. Jordan, he wore a three-piece suit to that place. <laughs> That's because he had a job interview or a, a med school interview that day or something. He does not own the arcade. He med works school. at the arcade. Uh, didn't he have a thing he wanted to do? I don't know. He, he There's something he wants to do that isn't be an arcade so, owner. Sounds to be like you're making things up to get around the truth. I'm making things up to get around sense. <laughs> It's nice to have someone on my side. <laughs> Whose side of what? So, Who, what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know exactly how you feel. Oh, I don't. So at this point, the <laughs> the girlfriends show up. This is uh, uh, the girlfriend. Uh, okay. Ami and Ray. Wait, before show they up. show up, they're in the street. And yes, they that's say, what that's what she's ta- that's what he's talking oh. about. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll let you get. No, to no, it. Do, for, do it, do it. Well, they they said, "Wow, everyone told us to meet us right here. Where are they?" But no, they told them to meet them in the park, and they're standing in the middle of the street. So they got their directions wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Minako texted. No, they don't have texts. (laughs) Only Amy has texting. Oh, wait, they do have (laughs) sailor communicators. Maybe they sailor communicated. (laughs) (laughs) They do, in fact, have sailor communicators. 
Change of plans. We're going to a rock shop. Let's go. Well, because they knew they weren't going to get out for a while. So... <laughs> Going to a rock shop is almost as good a title as Army of Furious Lesbians. Mm. We're going to go get our rocks off. Meet us at the rock uh, shop. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, so, guess what? Rini what? and Serena are yelling at each other. Whoa. And the Usagis it's, are yelling. It's hilarious, and this How is what strange. I'm talking about. Like, I think this is good. I like this now. Mm. I mean, I want Usagi to win. I think, I think Chibi is wrong. Well, Chibi came in with, with Mamoru, so clearly that's worth yelling at. Like, she just stood there and said, let's get some ice cream and fucking bitch. I was going to get ice cream and you ruined it. <laughs> so, so in the shop, pets and Calaveras have seen these three girls come in, argue with each other, then like make up with each other. Then like one of them is buzzing around like a hummingbird. And then a child and an adult man have come in and the man has dramatically exited. And now the child and the hummingbird girl are yelling at each other. And finally pets is like, Hey, everybody shut the fuck up. This is an evil plan. Well, you forgot the part where Serena literally drinks an entire potion that she doesn't pay for. That's no, no, she paid for it. She paid for it. It was from a dispenser. Oh, she is oh. a coin dispenser. Damn it. Which oh, is another so ridiculous in, uh, thing. She put in 100 yen, which is like a dollar. Yes. And then started chugging her chug-along charm. Yeah, got a three <laughs> gallons of drink for a dollar. And I don't know how it came out of that machine, but it, it did. <laughs> so Pets is like, look, look, these crystals are not going to make you fall in love. They're going to make you hate everything. And she specifically says... You'll forget everything and learn to hate men. <laughs> Which is pretty great. Like that is a sales pitch that I think. Well, yeah, because she trouble. says she says something about uh, what does she say? Uh, all this talk about one romance and new love is just rubbish. And and she goes, you think love is rubbish? Which is pretty great. Yeah. So so pets. No, again, keep in mind this is pets and Calaveras who they're wearing these weird capes, but they still very clearly have main character hair. <laughs> and so pets true. is holding up a crystal saying wish on this and you'll forget everything and learn to hate men and That's then offer. makoto says be careful usagi there are no ordinary sales clerks <laughs> <laughs> again we've been doing this for 65 weeks <laughs> don't they even have the moons on their forehead at that point or no let's see do they no no they do oh. But they've that's covered, when they've covered their black moons. But that's when the wine monster comes out of the ceiling and oh, yeah. makes things really weird. <laughs> no one's old enough to drink wine. And then they go, "It's a droid." Which again, I'm like, "What? What definition of droid are you using? This is ridiculous." But okay, I want to get the clothes that you can just grab on the shoulder and pull off. <laughs> oh, like, and by I the way, really... they're not wearing the clerk's underwear. <laughs> They are wearing their own costumes under this co- these capes. Well, no, the clerks aren't wearing underwear. Right, so definitely it's established yeah. that you're right. You guys were right. The clerks are definitely naked. Okay. Yeah. Look, don't don't like they didn't know they were going to get attacked by the <laughs> by the Black Moon Clan today. Well, don't also you've already you've also established that it's a heat wave. It's pretty hot. <laughs> and they were like, we're going to have to wear heavy cloaks. <laughs> we're not wearing anything else. <laughs> So Pets and Calaveras and Jamanan, who is the red wine monster, uh, get ready to attack. And then, and Jordan, even even I can't defend this one. Yep. 
Minako pulls out a fire extinguisher, which has the exact effect of bubble spray. Yes. <laughs> bubble spray can easily be replicated by common items. <laughs> Finally, you reveal the truth. Oh, I gotta say, though, that is a powerful ass fire extinguisher. Oh, that yeah. is not what fire extinguishers do. Fire extinguishers do not with mist. They have to have a heavy-duty one when you work in a crystal shop. Really, they're all very <laughs> flammable. It's a so, Japanese uh, culture thing that you don't get. I guess. I'm just ignorant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gomen Nasai. No. Usagi takes Chibiusa uh, out of the room so that she can be uh, safe. And Jupiter and Venus transform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see the, the Jupiter star power transformation pen. No. And the, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like... I- I, I don't remember if this becomes a thing, but I guess again, like you said, like the the mist of a fire extinguisher masks them enough that they feel comfortable transforming directly in front of the monsters. <laughs> yes, ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it is remarked on. Like they say, like oh, we can't we can't see anything. Although okay. to be fair, it sort of doesn't matter. Like, wouldn't you kind of go? They're probably the two girls who were here. <laughs> well, I mean, like my question is this: fucking. Pets in Calaveras know what Neo Queen Serenity looks like. Oh yeah, they're they're from the future, and I don't know if you know this, but Neo Queen Serenity looks an awful lot like Usagi Takino. That doesn't make sense. And then you'd think her daughter would recognize her. Yeah, this show like this show doesn't make any sense. Is the problem? Wait a minute, you guys never told. We never talked about what her blood type was. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's how you identify people, Chris. <laughs> By their no, I mean this this episode. Oh, you're actually talking about. No one's about... ever said anything. <laughs> how does any, How will anyone know? What are you talking about, Chris? Look, I'll catch everybody up next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit me. I knew th- something was missing. I thought about it when we were talking about the birthdays, but I, I ah. we, look. We we already spent 20 minutes talking about the first second of this episode. It's true. <laughs> it's a good second. So we have Venus. We have Jupiter. We have Calaveras. With a whip in each hand. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Where did she Which get those? Like Under I said, the cape? This room? They're, they're luck whips. I might be I might be reaching for the uh, uh, Ami Makoto subtext in this episode, but there's a whole lot else going on for all of us to enjoy. <laughs> uh, but as Calaveras is giving her uh, opening speech, Pets cuts in front of her to identify herself as the eldest and the prettiest of the gorgeous four Spectre sisters. Well, it's important. You got to make it known. And the uh, Jupiter and uh, Venus are like embarrassed on their behalf. <laughs> well, because because then Calaveras goes, "Men are captivated me, and I'm more popular than my sister." Well, I think Makoto and Minako realize that they're bickering, kind of like they were in the park before, mm-hmm. but they made up. Whereas the the you know Dark Moon sisters have not. And how petty are they? And how superior Minako and Makoto are? It's almost like there's a moral. Yeah. Don't buy crystals. <laughs> Look, hey, that's that's a later segment. We've oh got to God, the shit! First. Ah. <laughs> so the fight rages on. T- takes two. Takes two uh, bad guys to defeat Jupiter, though. Because mm. yeah, uh, yeah, who is it? Which one defeats Venus? A- uh, Avery. So that's Calaveras. Yes. Defeats uh, Venus, but it takes uh, the monster and uh, pets to to team up and defeat Jupiter. But she does also get defeated in kind of a gross way. It's yeah. It's but gross. They, they straight up torture her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they shoot her with black lightning, which looks awesome <laughs> as hell. Right, but like, sh- 
it's it's a little extensive, don't you think? Like they tire yes. up, they immobilize them, which is kind of as far as they usually go, and then it's like, no, let's let's take it further. Let's take it even further. To the what shot, end? Uh, the shot of pets uh. zapping Jupiter with the black lightning goes on for a little longer yeah. than, than it probably should. She's just zapping her because she believes in love. She literally is like, you're never going to defeat love. And she's like, shut up! And just zaps the hell out of her for no reason. Aw. Yeah. And now terrible. it is time. Then they get free because uh, Ami and Ray shows up. And now it's time for some new attacks. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Which sucks because we just got Jupiter Thunder Dragon, which is awesome. And we saw it twice. So instead, we get the new uh, the new attack, Sparkling Wide Pressure. <laughs> which... Uh, I mean, it's like, it's kind of cool. She makes a softball out of lightning and throws it. That's it. What's the American version of it called again? Jupiter Thunder Flash. Blast. Something. I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. One thing about the attacks, though, that always bothered me is that whenever Mars would shoot out her fire attacks, it was never fire. It was just yellow triangles. Shoot a fucking fireball at somebody, please. Yeah. Hated it. She shoots her Sonic the Hedgehog rings. Yeah, but... Such a waste. The new attacks don't even really do much, though, do they? No, they get deflected by the whips. Yeah. So that was a waste. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to see them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, they this, this is Jupiter Thunder guys. Crash, I believe. Yeah. Then what's the normal thing? Jupiter Thunder Crash Zap. Oh. oh okay. Look, I am I am basing this on the uh, on the role playing and resource yeah, I book. Don't, I don't think that's accurate. Hold on, I'm gonna. I should know this. This is me. Well, we, I watched it, too. I just don't remember what it said. No, but I, but I was Sailor Jupiter. Oh, that's true. Yes. I know you watched it. I'm not taking this away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that started a Sailor Moon podcast. What? <laughs> okay. Um, attacks. Supreme Thunder. Supreme Thunder Dragon. Sparkling Wide Pressure. Su- Super Supreme Thunder. Jupiter Oak Evolution. But this, these are all the, those are the Japanese yeah. ones. I know. I'm, I'm trying to find it. It's all pressure. There is a dub wiki. I just saw. I, uh, I wrote Jupiter Deke attacks to see what happens. <laughs> Jupiter Deke <laughs> dub. Uh, well, yeah, there's I'm one where the little it. lightning rod comes up out of her hair and it channels the lightning and she curls up in a ball and then she opens up her body and shoots a ball at people. I love that. It's funny, I started this episode just resenting having to be Sailor Jupiter, and I'm just remembering how cool she is. Jupiter Thunder Crash was definitely the main one. No, uh, Sparkling Web Pressure is Jupiter Thunderclap Zap. Thunderclap Zap? Thunderclap Zap? I don't remember her using the word zap ever. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. That is what it says on the Sailor Moon dub wiki. Then it must be true. She also has a power in the manga only called Jupiter Coconut Cyclone. Hello. <laughs> Which a, she should do in the next episode, not this very one. true, yes. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this one up. We're almost All done. Right. Yes. Okay. So we get that, and then we get, uh, we get Venus uh, Love Me Chain. Uh, Which, what, like, what, what is this? <laughs> what, is, what is Venus Love Me Chain? It's juvenile. She wears a little chain around her belt, and now it attacks people. I don't like, like what does it do? Is it like Wonder Woman's lasso? Because her previous attacks were lasers and meteors. Right. And I feel like those are pretty boss. Mm-hmm. And a encircling love me chain. I don't I don't know what that does. Maybe it makes you love her. Maybe it cancels mm-hmm. out all the hate in the rocks. 
<laughs> well, either way, we get the debut of their new attacks, and nothing happens. Pets literally says it's useless. <laughs> <laughs> but again, they do dispirit the bad guys a little bit because they say let's retreat, and I think they run away, right? Yeah, they 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 bail at that point, and they leave but the monster. Like, compare that to the like how we got their new attacks in the Doomtree saga when they were like they had to like reach a moment of personal growth. Right. And believe in themselves. Well, and last episode, Ray had to pray to grandpa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is just like, hey, we like boys. <laughs> and then here's our new attacks that don't do anything. Well, they uh, renewed their friendship with each other. Yeah. yeah. Power of friendship, yeah. power of friendship. But they were only fighting for maybe five minutes, so it's not that serious. It was pretty serious. They were yelling in public. Yeah. <laughs> So, but only only once in their lives. So the the, so, the wine monster is kicking everybody's ass. Uh, Sailor Moon locks Chibi in a closet <laughs> and transforms. Just leave her in there forever. Here's a part I love. So when she shows up, all four scouts are 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 in red wine bondage. <laughs> um, in the deke dub, in the deke dub, Sailor Moon shows up and goes, "I'm here to oh." Sailor Mars and Mercury, what are you doing here? I thought you had, I thought you were busy. And Mercury goes, class finished early. (laughs) She goes, Mercury, I thought you were in class. She loves her math. She loves it so much. And then doesn't she say to the, when she attacks them, she says, not today, squish face. Yes, that is what she says in the deep dub. It's a derogatory term, by the way, for lesbians. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that is not what it says. Um, That's his squish face. Actually, in both in both versions, she says something at the beginning of her attack. In the Deke dub, it was that about squish face. In the <laughs> Japanese, she goes, "Geez, I don't even get to say my catchphrase." <laughs> yeah, and in the in the new dub, in the Viz dub, what she says is, "Geez, there's barely any time for my catchphrase montage." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she says montage. Yeah, That's it's a nice so little funny. bit of uh, fourth wall breaking that I that I appreciated. I just think so. Squish face. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the secret anti-lesbian episode where they defeat the lesbian forces. Apparently. Well, I, I, I think Ian Fleming wrote this one. Oh. <laughs> no, he wrote it to get the tuxedo mask soup one. That's ah. Lowers into the potion. So she zaps the wine monster. The wine monster dies. Are you shocked? No. They kill the proprietors of the store, and then they steal their potions, and then they run away. No, no, the proprietors are, are webbed up naked in the back, remember? Well, wait, but they think the they black... They think they do, yes. They think they kill the store owners and steal their goods, and they're criminals. I wonder if they do find the people in the back, or if they just leave. <laughs> well, that's that. Um, <laughs> then my favorite thing is they go out to eat. Yes. Where do they yes. go out to eat? <laughs> well, they oh. go out to eat oh at a called my favorite restaurant pizza Pizza coffee coffee. (laughs) pizza coffee which also has a giant chicken on the top of it for no reason i wrote this down in huge letters how wonderful it is and neither of them are having any pizza or coffee (laughs) are they eating chicken at least no no i want to go to there yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, no, the only thing. Yeah, yes. We'll stop at Bob Floyd's for dessert. No, Yusagi is there chugging another 
another uh, chug-a-lug charm. I and think she's still working on that. You know that, like, no. she killed the monster, and she was like, I'm out, and just grabbed that thing and walked out the door. No, that, be, she like, finished it. She finished it the first time. This is the second one. She did not finish it. Go she watch again. It. She did. She it was empty, the entire man. thing, throws the bottle down, and goes... Ugh. Yeah, it was empty the first time. This she this is her sixth gallon of of chug lug juice, and that she vomits in Ray's face. <laughs> now wait, do you guys think she was spitting it or vomiting it? I kind she was of spitting it. She was, but like that was a lot this to spit. Not in with Sailor Moon vomiting <laughs> on Sailor Mars' face. It's a sure. lot of it to spit. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Also, she talked between having drank it and spitting it, quote unquote. I just so love how she... the last line of this episode is some poor waiter going, "No outside drinks, please." Really? Oh yes. Is yes. That in the, oh my god, I original. missed that. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's so silly. <laughs> it's not a drink; it's a potion. Oh, it was so pretty good. Mm -hmm. Also, she says she's sorry for for doing it. So I think she vomits it in her face. I do not think. <laughs> not. I don't think it's fit because you're not sorry if you did it on purpose. <laughs> Jordan, I want to end this podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Not not this episode. Oh, this podcast. oh no. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. Well, no. you're not. You're not sorry if you did it on purpose, Chris. That's, is that the Sailor Moon says? You're not sorry if you did it on purpose? Speaking of Sailor Moon says, I feel like we all learned a lot from this episode. <laughs> I so think now right. it's time to talk about what we learned. It's time for Sailor Business says. Uh, but first, oh. do we have a Sailor Moon says for this of episode? Of course we do, Chris. Yeah. Of course we do. Okay. Chris, do me a favor. Buckle up. You're going to love it. <laughs> okay. I am buckled. Love charms, crystals, and horoscopes can be a lot of fun, but don't take them too seriously. You said it. I count on myself to set my own destiny, not some goofy charm. Right. You're the one who makes it happen. It's your life to do with what you want. Set your goals and go for them. Right. A charm or crystal isn't going to get your homework done. You are. Still, if this love potion can get Darian back, I'll drink a hundred of them. Serena, I don't, don't believe you. Come on, give us a break. Mm, that's Serena. Oh, I love this one. It's so delightful. <laughs> it rings a little hollow when the entire series is based around Destined Moonlight. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they make it happen. When destiny is a thing. Chris, I don't believe you. <laughs> That's Serena. <laughs> oh, Chris. Oh. <laughs> So what did we learn? Uh, Allison, we will start with you. Well, I learned that uh, an army of lesbians doesn't hold as much water as you would think. Aww. They don't even help anyone out. They just leave. Well, well look, they really only got two. <laughs> That's <laughs> not quite an army. Well, that we saw. Two that we saw. Who do you think tied up the people in the basement? I think it was probably the red wine monster. Yeah, uh, probably. Okay, well, what did I, I learned that... Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he didn't mean to invalidate your lesson. You, no, you it's, still have learned it's, it. It's, it's, it's valid invalidation. I learned that Serena has pretty deep stomach, pretty deep throat. I don't know. Pretty deep throat. <laughs> she just chugs that whole thing. No problem. It's true. It's true. She has a very elastic stomach. <laughs> Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? Uh, 
I, I learned that as well. But uh, also not only elastic, but also very strong when it reverses the flow <laughs> in a projectile vomit stream directly across the table to Ray. Because it's not, it's, you're not sorry if you did it on purpose. <laughs> How about you, Chris? <laughs> Glaring at my microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that uh, it is entirely possible for someone to spend over a year talking about something that literally features magic crystals in every goddamn episode and then be like, crystals aren't magic. <laughs> Including the makers, crystals. Yeah, the, makers, the makers of the show, too, because there they are doing a special warning. Don't, hey, don't take crystals seriously, guys. <laughs> That was that's Canadian. That's the Canadian version of the show. It's crystals, valid. crystals oh, are not going to get your homework done, Chris. Yeah, you are. You've got to do that yourself. Even if you are a genius, you have to study. Yeah, a lot. they build a kingdom out of magic crystals. <laughs> we don't know they're magic. They could just be regular crystals. I think they're magic. I mean, they probably are, but you never know. They they're have time traveling magic. abilities. That's pretty magical. They just develop Krypton building abilities, technology. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, <laughs> like I said at the start of the show, this is a this is a pretty basic episode. It's pretty straightforward. the The bad guys have a plot. We get some good bad guy bickering, and I think reading back through the the manga, like I have been, you know, I've talked about how the manga is kind of my least favorite version of Sailor Moon. And I feel like that's why, because we don't get to see the the villains really develop their relationships and bicker at each other. Like, you know, Cohen just gets gets zapped in her first appearance. Nephrite goes down real quick. So we never get to see those like Zoocyte and Nephrite like sniping at each other. And we don't get to see the Spectre sisters like really bickering and, and kind of getting an insight into the, their relationship. So that was nice to see. Uh, very little uh, memory in this episode. No tuxedo mask appearance. Oh yeah, good call. No, uh, the 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 Sailor Scouts actually save themselves mm-hmm. for once, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, over, overall a very a very kind of what? basic fun episode. I think. Agreed. I, yeah, I think this is a really good time. I, I recommend it highly. I think it's wonderful. And Yay. crystals are magic. Oh. Some of them. Yes, depends on the crystal. <laughs> 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 that's about that Ray's literally a magic fortune teller yeah I know. she's Ray a quarter monster the future. she's yeah, a quarter she's monster a, but she doesn't use crystals she uses spells witchcraft well Here, I don't believe no. in that either but she's a quarter monster so it works <laughs> just okay no, to sum this episode up some crystals are magic <laughs> okay that's fine. all I'm gonna Sailor say Moon, some crystals are magic so that uh, I think I think that does it for this week we've been going for quite a while yep. uh, <laughs> Allison, you're going to be rejoining us for next week's episode. But until then, where can everyone find you on the Internet? Well, um, you could see my pictures. Uh, I'm a photographer and I've got AllisonStock.com and I have an Instagram, which is AlPalPal because somebody stole Allison Stock. Not sure why. And they posted three pictures of Christmas trees. So that's not me, but AlPalPal Instagram, AllisonStock.com.tumblr, wherever. I take pictures of the circus. I take pictures of theater. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. So I'm around. Awesome. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And you can find our good friend JJ Mason at JJ underscore Mason. He produces the show for us and edits it up nice for us and also does the Morphin Grid. Apparently. And occasionally pops in on this show oh, yes. to uh, 
<laughs> to editorialize a little bit. To tell, yeah, to tell me how wrong I am about uh, the Power yeah, Rangers. Which I fully support. <laughs> yes, so you can follow him as well. Uh, you can find me at about.me slash Chris Sims. There will be links there to uh, everything that I do. Twitter, Tumblr, Comixology, where you can get some comics that I write and co-write. And hey, in March... X-Men 92 is coming back as an ongoing. I am one of the writers on that, along with my writing partner, Chad Bowers, and Jordan is the editor. So if you like us, go tell your local comic book store that you want a copy of uh, X-Men 92 when it comes out. Oh, also, you know what? Uh, I don't know if you if you saw me talking about this, Chris. The first three chapters of X-Men 92, the original series, as Infinite Comics, are now available on Marvel Unlimited, if you are a Marvel Unlimited subscriber. Uh, that's like a monthly service where you pay a, a one-time fee a monthly fee and you get access to thousands and thousands of comics they now have infinite comics on there too so it's pretty sweet yeah i read cap wolf on there not oh, too long you? ago <laughs> so that was pretty great Good like it, i literally popped that thing open and it was like do you want to read cap wolf and i was like hell yes marvel unlimited <laughs> <laughs> i know i have other things to read i will definitely read cap wolf right now so yeah, uh, go tell your comic book store you want X-Men 92 and be here next week for Sailor Business episode 66 when we are talking about Usagi's parental love, the curry romance triangle. It's a good one. What a title. <laughs> Until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. Oh, is your last?